Hello, ladies and gentlemen, family and friends. It is yours truly, David J. Harris Jr., back with another episode of No Nonsense, Non-Biased, True Raw News. Friends, thank you so much for choosing to spend a little bit of your day with me. I hope it's going to be fun for you, exciting, fill you with some truth, some news that the mainstream media does not want to give you, and then also just keeping it real. That's what this brother right here loves to do. So if you're chiming in on Facebook, thank you so, so much. They're being nice to me right now. Please share the mess out of this. I went through about a year of them completely decimating my reach, and it seems like for the most part it is back. So I'm going to take advantage of that while I can. So please share this broadcast. Help others find the news that I bring, a trusted source for truth in the media realm that is absolutely just completely filled and slanted at all sides, it seems like. Even our normally trusted news sites seem to be turning more uh, blue as uh, as time progresses. Uh, Twitter, thank you guys so much. Please retweet. Twitter's normally nice to me. YouTube, thank you guys so much. And if you're listening to me on my podcast, thank you so very much for choosing to uh, download and save, subscribe to my podcast. Please give me a review and please leave me five stars if you like the information that I bring. And please share the podcast with 10 friends. Just send it out. Just sh- click the share. Send out my podcast. You've got my daily news updates. If case any of you watching on uh, Facebook or in social media miss it, you can catch my daily news sources, my daily news shows, plus all of the one-on-one interviews that I get to do with absolutely amazing and incredible patriots. Uh, I've gotten to do some real, real interesting ones. I got to talk to Mike Smith today, the uh, director and the creator of the documentary Out of Shadows. I spoke to him. I'm going to have him on a uh, pop my podcast next week. He has been going through literally hell, which in, in all intents and purposes, friends, he was trying to expose hell uh, where it lies right beneath the surface of pretty much everything in Hollywood. And uh, it would make sense that all hell would break loose against him. So for my praying believers out there, pray for Mike, the creator of that documentary, Out of Shadows. He's definitely going through some stuff, but he's got faith, he's got belief, and he knows that God put him on the path that he is on. He shared with me that he knew he was absolutely blowing up his entire career, as well as a couple of other individuals that are in that documentary that were very welcomed and very active in Hollywood behind the scenes as stuntmen, but uh, he said it was worth it. He lost a ton of money, but he said no amount of money is worth staying silent over all of the nefarious activities that are happening in Hollywood's underworld. So you're going to want to make sure that you're subscribed to my podcast to get that. So let's jump into the news today. Oh my goodness, Joe Biden just continues to... uh, do everything he can to show and try to share and try to push a narrative that he's ready to be the commander-in-chief of our great nation, except he still won't come out and make any statement about Tara Reid. Why is that? For this man that championed the Me Too movement, for this man that championed Believe Women, for a man that railed against Kavanaugh when he was falsely accused by uh, Blasey Ford, she did not have anything to corroborate her story. Nobody corroborated her story. She couldn't really remember when it happened. And everything is completely opposite with Tara Reid, except for the fact that the Democrats and the liberal media don't want to give her the time of day. I'll dig into that in just a little bit. But uh, let's, let's, let's start off with this clip right here. Biden has a, a whole lot of skeletons in his closet, friends. We cannot forget how much 
quid pro quo stuff that his son Hunter was absolutely uh, held, should be held accountable to, was privy to, was a part of with Ukraine, with China, other countries. And this uh, journalist actually did some real reporting and wanted to ask a serious question to Joe Biden about China. Friends, the president said it. China has bought Joe Biden. He's bought and paid for. And if Joe was to take over the helm of this country, the United States would become an entity of China. I absolutely believe that. But this uh, journalist, this reporter actually asked him about China. And look at how Joe responded. And are you vulnerable on this issue at all because of your son's business dealings in, in China? No, I don't believe so at all. My son's business dealings were not anything where everybody that he's talking about, not even remotely, number one. So you don't really have an answer, not even remotely anything close to anything that anybody should be worried about or look into in the slightest because there's nothing there. And we're just supposed to believe you, Joe. How about offering an answer with any substance? How about answering the question to the American people on why your son, who had no experience, was taking positions on boards in companies and industries that he had no awareness of? He had no experience whatsoever, yet was taking hundreds of thousands, equivalent to millions of dollars just because his last name was Biden and you were the VP of the United States of America. It's disgusting. Americans are waking up to it. Whether or not the mainstream media wants to ask you these questions, I'm thankful that uh, gentleman right there did. But Joe, you've got some explaining to do. And at the very least, you should never hold any political office, especially in the White House or the executive branch, really any branch of government ever again. Well, Biden on Tara Reid. Let's get back over to that. Biden is absolutely Biden is absolutely silent on Tara Reid. Trump team points out previous statements on sexual assault. The Biden campaign has denied the allegations made by a former staffer. That's about all they've done. The campaign has. Biden himself has remained silent. I wonder why that is. This is the old courtroom trick. The lawyer can make claims that are outlandish while the clients remain silent to avoid committing perjury. That's why he's not saying anything. He knows if, not, if enough evidence continues to come forward that he's going to be held for perjury. But thanks to the Trump campaign, we can examine Biden's previous statements on the issue. And of course, he does not practice what he preaches. This comes as there has been new proof of Reid's allegations emerging that point to a possible assault by, the, by then senator, including a video of Reid's mother asking Larry King for advice for her sexually abused daughter. You've probably seen that clip. It's gone all over the internet. Reed's mother did not name Joe Biden, but that is who Reed was working for at the time. In 2018, Joe Biden said it takes courage to speak out against sexual assault or to step in to stop it from happening. If you know someone who has stepped up to the front lines of this fight, I want to hear about it. Nominate them today because it's on us to change this culture. What about Tara Reed? I nominate Tara Reid. You know, it's interesting. Some even of the liberal elites, like Alyssa Milano, she actually tweeted, I believe this morning or last night, she actually tweeted, Tara, we hear you. We should listen to you. I think the tide is turning on some of these Hollywood elites that absolutely know they cannot forget that we, the American people, remember how they railed against Kavanaugh. They absolutely railed against him. There were riots in the streets at Capitol Hill. There was so much attacks, vile, vicious assault, verbal assaults, and literally people just frothing at the mouth because they believed Blasey Ford over Kavanaugh. Where is that right now? 
Well, these liberal elites must remember how they were championing Blasey Ford and now how they're absolutely ignoring Tara Reid. Well, we the American people aren't forgetting about it. Uh, It seems like maybe some of those Hollywood elites are trying to hold on to any possible shred of belief or authenticity that they think that they have by by actually acknowledging at least Tara Reid's uh, confession and her declaration that Joe Biden sexually assaulted her. I think we, the American people, need to know. You know, it's interesting, this as well, the DNC chair, Tom Perez, said candidates who committed sexual misconduct must step down. Yet, there's one running on the Democrat ticket for the President of the United States. Democrat National Committee Chairman Tom Perez, he said this in 2017, that any candidate accused of sexual abuse should step aside. It is now just three years later, and there is a very credible accusation that Joe Biden sexually assaulted former aide Tara Reid. Where is Tom Perez now? It's the same story with these Democrats. Unless, if, if it's the opposing party, throw them under the bus, believe all women, end of story. When it's your own party, we're not going to say that. And Tara, Tara Reid says in 93, she was told to take Biden's gym bag. I'm not going to go through all the details. You've probably seen it and read it. I thought the interesting part with that is that the DNC chair, Tom Perez, actually said, even if someone is accused, they should step down. Well, apparently, Joe Biden isn't listening to his own uh, party. Well, and his party's not championing the same, the same tone. So, uh, again, I, I have to show these clips because it's important for all Americans to understand exactly what's going on with a person that's trying to become the president of the United States, without a doubt the most powerful individual in the world, leading our country, a global leader. And Joe Biden says stuff like this. In fact, for example, we solve the problem in the United States of America and you don't solve it other parts of the world, you know what's gonna happen. We're going to have you're going to have travel bans. You're going to not be able to do have have economic intercourse. Economic intercourse around the world. There's a lot. Look, did he really say that? <laughs> I'm sorry. I know he doesn't get out much. I know he's uh, he's locked up in his closet. But how in the world do you even come up with those two words, economic and intercourse, in the same thought? There is something going on with him. And again, I have to point it out because this man is trying to become the president of the United States. It is important that we all understand that he is dealing with something mental. The DNC doesn't care. Apparently his own family doesn't even care. I showed you the clip yesterday where his wife did all the talking for him while he had a frown on his face the entire time. It's pretty, it's pretty disheartening that a group of people and even a family would put an individual, a mentally ill individual, through what they're putting Joe Biden through. It tells you a lot about the Democrat Party, friends. It absolutely does. Well, we've got, uh, we've got, I'm going to finish this off with Joe. This is my, the last little bit of my Joe information. This has got to be one of the best campaign commercials for Joe Biden I've seen yet. Put, on, put out by my good friend Maggie, 
otherwise known as Fog City Midge. You should follow her on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Here you go. Today I am proud to endorse Joe Biden because he will be an extraordinary president. We cannot win this re-election. Excuse me, we can only re-elect Donald Trump. With a clear path to lead us out of this crisis. We have to take care of the cure. That will make the problem worse no matter what. Joe Biden brings values and integrity to work every day because he never forgets his roots. Kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down. We need a forward-looking, battle-tested leader who will fight for the people. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. The strategic thinking to bring our nation together. I don't count drunk driving as a felony. A leader who is the personification of hope and courage. All men and women created by the goal. You know the, you know the thing. Values, authenticity, and integrity. His hands were down my skirt and up my skirt. Wow, what an ending. For a man that's literally right now running to become the commander-in-chief, there at the end you heard from Tara Reid herself describing exactly what Joe Biden did to her. It's been corroborated by her brother that says yes. I remember her telling me back when it happened. It's been corroborated by her mother that called into Larry King to find out what she should do for her daughter. It's been corroborated by a Democrat, somebody that does not plan on supporting Donald Trump for president, a neighbor of Tara Reid that says, I remember when Tara Reid told me the story when it happened. The truth is, America better hold Joe Biden accountable and at the very least, completely disregard choosing him for the president of the United States. It just would be an absolute travesty. I don't think it's going to happen. I think there's enough positive, woke Americans out there, like my interview with uh, Representative Vernon Jones He said, people need to wake up. We need people woke out there to know what's going on. He's staying in the Democrat Party to expose their bigotry, their lies, their deceit. He's staying right where he's at to to send shockwaves through the Democrat Party. But he hopes and believes that people wake up enough, become free thinkers, and understand there's nothing that exists that's good any longer in the Democrat Party. That podcast is dropping soon. Make sure you subscribe to my podcast uh, to check that out. One more on Joe. This is an article on Joe. On, on, on the flip-floppiness of it. Joe in 2006 railed against illegals demanding 700 miles of fence. Where's that attitude at now? Well, it's not, uh, it's not a, uh, a very liked attitude. It's not a welcomed attitude in the Democrat Party. You can read the entirety for yourself. Joe Biden is trying to curry favor with illegals in hopes that they cast their elect illegal votes for him. But Biden has not always been a champion for the illicit invaders. A video from 2006 has emerged that shows Joe Biden complaining about illegal aliens and shows him demanding 700 miles of border. He called it fence. Trump calls it a wall. Fence that you can climb over isn't any good, so he must have meant a very strong wall. Quite the difference from his current platform, Joe Biden is no stranger to hypocrisy. In the past, he has insisted that we believe any women making any accusation of sexual assault. It's Tara Reid that Joe Biden has not personally denied the accusations from. Uh, Biden said this, folks, I voted for offense. I voted unlike most Democrats, he said, and some of you won't like it. He says, I voted for 700 miles of fence. But let me tell you, we can build a fence 40 stories high unless you change the dynamic in Mexico and you will not like this and punish American employers 
who knowingly violate the law when in fact they hire illegals, unless you do those two things, all the rest is window dressing. Sounds a lot like President Trump. Absolutely, but it's not. That's an old Joe Biden. Shows you how far the Democrat Party has fallen. He went on to say, now I know I'm not supposed to say it that bluntly, but there are the facts. They are the facts. And so everything else we do is in between here. Everything else we do is at the margins. And the reason why I add the parathetical, why I believe the fence is needed, does not have anything to do with the immigration as much as it does the drugs. Democrats continue today to not care one iota about the sex trafficking or the drug trafficking that comes pouring into our country from our very poorest southern border. They only care about the votes that they believe that they'll get from the illegals that come come along in with it literally selling America out at every turn. It's pretty, it's pretty disgusting. Um, we've got, uh, I'll finish this up. This is, this is Democrats. This again is just to show you the absolute hypocrisy because it is such a huge story. Literally a guy running for president right now has corroborating evidence against him for a sexual assault allegation. And the Democrats don't want to touch it with a 10-foot pole. The mainstream media doesn't want to touch it with a 10-foot pole. But let's look at how the Democrats acted towards Kavanaugh just two years ago. This was just two years ago. Not only do women like Dr. Ford, who bravely comes forward, need to be heard, but they need to be believed. Guess who's perpetuating all of these kinds of actions? It's the men in this country. And I just want to say to the men in this country, just shut up and step up. Let me just say right at the outset, I believe Dr. Ford. I believe the survivor. I believe her. Many, many, many Americans believe her. Many, many women in America who have been taken advantage of certainly believe her. I believe her because she's telling the truth. Maybe this country is a lot more racist and sexist than we thought. These white men, old, by the way, mm-hmm. are not protecting women. They're yeah. protecting a man who is probably guilty. Dr. Christine Blasey Ford is a courageous woman. I want to thank you for your courage and I want to tell you I believe you. Wow. That's what we're hearing these days from all of those Democrats that were railing against Brett Kavanaugh. Absolute crickets. They don't want to touch it with a 10-foot pole because they know there's nobody else possibly even uh, capable of becoming president. They're hoping that America will turn a blind eye to Tara Reid's story and forget how absolutely ugly they were towards Kavanaugh. But we, the American people, we won't forget. I don't believe we will forget. Well, South Dakota actually threw a parade. Why? Because their governor did the unthinkable. She refused to shut down her economy. Friends, I believe that every governor that decides this, especially with all the new information that's coming out, that there's probably more herd immunity going on than we thought of, especially from the USC. Again, I'm trying to get Dr. Dan that was in that video where he shared his research from all the testing that he did out of his medical facilities. He has, I believe, five of them in Kern County. There's a lot more evidence right now to back up that this virus is a lot less likely to be damaging and threatening than it is originally put out by Dr. Burks and Dr. Fauci, who, again, all of us patriots that have our hats on straight, uh, especially a Trump hat, are aware of who we believe Dr. Fauci and Burks are. They're not 
in our country or our president's best interest. South Dakota throws a parade for Governor Kristi Noem, who refused to shut down their state. South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem is one of the first and one of the few governors in the United States who decided not to shut down their state. And as a result, the people of that great state were able to continue to make a living. Imagine that. The citizens were so grateful to her that they threw her a parade in her honor. Noam has also authorized a clinical test of hydroxychloroquine, uh, hydroxychloroquine sulfate as a treatment for the virus that must not be mentioned in print. If the election of governor were today, the vote would be nearly unanimous. Noam said this to explain not shutting down the state. Our constitution ensures that the citizens' rights a uh, citizen's right is protected. I agree with the role of our government as set forth in our state and in our national constitution. I took an oath to uphold these constitutions. My role with respect to public safety is something that I take very seriously. The people themselves are primarily responsible for their safety. They are the ones that are entrusting with expansive freedoms. They are free to exercise their rights to work, worship, or play or to stay home or to conduct, conduct social distancing. The calls to apply a one-size-fits-all approach to this problem in South, South Dakota is herd mentality, not leadership. That right there, friends, uh, is a beautiful, beautiful, I believe, explanation of why she decided to not shut down her economy. While I shared a video earlier this morning about a farmer actually here in North Texas um, I've got his number. I'm going to reach out to him, uh, Shad, and he is trying to sound the alarm on exactly the issue that Americans are facing, and uh, it's it's a very bleak one if something doesn't change. Now, I actually just got word right before I came live today that it looks like the president will be taking action. I'll share that after this video. Here's a clip from the farmer right here in my state of Texas, a little bit about an hour and a half from where I'm at right now, trying to sound the alarm on what's absolutely threatening our way of life, period, if something doesn't change. This is Shad Sullivan coming to you from the headwaters of Bitter Creek, Archer County, North Texas. We have to talk. State officials will be assisting to help identify potential alternative markets if a producer is unable to move animals and if necessary, advise and assist on depopulation and disposal methods. Ladies and gentlemen, we are plowing under vegetable crops from coast to coast. We are euthanizing millions of chickens. We are aborting sows and burying feeder pigs. We are dumping milk by the hundreds of thousands of gallons, and now they are preparing us to depopulate the fat cattle ready to harvest. Because of a bottleneck created by the effects of COVID, this thing hasn't been created by COVID, but the effects of COVID and the logistics therein. Wow. Friends, it's not just that farmer, that rancher that's sounding the alarm. Tyson Foods is also sounding the alarm. The, we have to understand that something must change. There's lots of these videos coming out from our farmers and our ranchers. If America, if you don't understand how important it is that we have our own food supplies here. He goes on to talk about the, the first shipment of meat is coming from Namibia. 
That is in South Africa. Who knows what kind of regulatory uh, regulatory actions they, they take there to make sure that the meat is grown effectively without hormones, not having tumors cut out and then just shipped off to us? Who knows what's going on? I don't want to eat meat from South Africa. I want a good USDAA steak right on my plate. I want something that's grown right here in the state of Texas or at least had, didn't travel halfway around the world or across an ocean or come from Africa or come from another state, a nation that who knows what they're doing, how, what rules they're following, and if they even care. You know, when you eat food that comes from somebody here that's in our own country, especially an organic farmer, especially a farmers that actually care, you know that you're at least getting food that didn't travel halfway across the world and might be filled with, uh, you know, again, I've seen some of the videos from some of the meat and things that comes from places like Thailand and, and China. I remember the video of the noodles that was... Uh, were being produced where it actually came out that it was plastic. It wasn't even real noodles. It was stinking plastic. And it was sold in one of those top ramen type dishes, the cheap stuff, whatever. I used to eat a lot to, a lot of top ramen when I first got married, boy. We got 10 of those for a dollar. Sometimes that was a meal. We'd make spaghetti out of it. But I, I don't think I was eating plastic. But you know what I'm talking about. You know what I mean. Well, Tyson Foods has come out with exactly the same warning. Tyson Foods issues a dire warning for America's Food supply, the shutdown of America's economy is creating more problems than it solves. One of the worst could have to do with America's food supply. The shutdown of most of America's restaurants and the, cancel, the cancellation of sporting events has drastically reduced America's demand for meat, vegetables, and fruit. Farmers are looking at killing millions of chickens and an old, num uh, old number, untold number of hogs Farming is not like operating a business. You cannot decide tomorrow to sell a million chickens if you don't have any to sell. Tyson Foods rolled out a full-page full advertising Sunday in the Washington Post and the New York Times warning Americans that our food supply chain is in danger of being broken and which would take years to normalize again. This is very serious. Tyson Foods closed plants in Logansport, Indiana and Waterloo, Iowa. Smithfield is also closing large plants in this country. Many others have to do the same thing. Starting back up will not be easy to do. Now, I got this message from uh, a friend of mine that shared that, that shared that the president may be invoking using the Defense Production Act in order to stop these farmers, these ranchers, and some of our food, food manufacturing supply chains from closing. So hopefully, the, I'm sure the president has seen some of these videos. Hopefully, that's exactly what happens is the president says no, gets in the, he's, he's got to step in the middle of this bureaucracy. We're not just going to allow you to slaughter all of these animals, continue to slaughter all of these animals, and then completely make our food, our food supply dependent on foreign food channels. That is not what needs to happen. It would be absolutely decimating for not only our economy, but for our health, friends. I truly believe it'd be decimating for our health, and we need to know, we, we need to hope that the president does take that action and take it very, very soon. All right, well, let's get off of that. I've got another couple videos to show you, uh, but let's get into, let's get into this. Let's get into this. Court denies FBI effort to block release of secret records about FBI Clinton lawyer meeting in Russia. Judicial Watch has done it again, friends. 
They have beaten the FBI, who wanted to keep a meeting between Hillary lawyer Michael Sussman and James Baker, the lead attorney for the FBI. They wanted to keep it secret. Baker has testified that Sussman turned over a packet of papers to the FBI and later leaked the information to the press, proving that he is neck deep into the Spygate scandal. Baker said the packet was a quarter of an inch thick and contained some electronic media. Baker said it was like my recollection uh, was it was a stack of material, I don't know, maybe a quarter inch, half inch thick, something like that, clipped together, and then I believe there was some type of electronic media as well, a disc or something. Judicial Watch has been most effective in being able to get information that even Congress can't get. They've even had a judge order Hillary Clinton to give a sworn deposition to, to Judicial Watch for her email scandal on the Benghazi scandal. Here's Judicial Watch's statement. Judicial Watch announced today that the U.S. District Judge James E. Bosberg denied a Justice Department effort to block the release of any communications between former FBI General Counsel James Baker and Michael Sussman, a Perkins uh, Coy law partner and former DOJ attorney who reportedly met with Baker to share information targeting Donald Trump during the presidential campaign. While at Perkins Coy, Sussman represented the Democratic National Committee and Hillary Clinton's campaign during the time Perkins Coy secretly paid for the de- paid for the development of the anti-Trump dossier. Friends, it's all coming to light. The court specifically rejected the FBI's argument that it needed to protect the privacy of Hillary Clinton's lawyer. Judicial Watch President Tom Fitton said the FBI is corruptly trying to keep secret documents to protect to protect those behind the Russiagate smears of President Trump. Two federal courts have now rejected the FBI's desperate attempts to hide the details of its anti-Trump conspiracy with Hillary Clinton with Hillary Clinton's fusion GPS uh, FBI spy operation. Why is Director Ray allowing the corrupt cover-up? of the FBI's Russiagate collusion with the Clinton gang. Friends, it is all coming out. We know that Hillary Clinton and the DNC were paying for all of this, this these smear campaigns. The DNC was absolutely caught red-handed. They had funded the entire Steele dossier that we know was absolute garbage. They were attacking President Donald Trump. It's the same thing they still do to this day. They're doing everything and anything they can to unseat a duly elected president. All I believe they're doing is pissing a whole lot of Americans off to make sure that we get out and vote this election and make sure that we have Donald Trump for four more years. But we also need to get the House and we must keep the Senate. That is all very important. But there's a lot of news breaking and coming out about all of that. And finally, and then I've got a cute video. I've got a, a video that should be cute. It's not. It's actually not cute. I was thinking of something else. But uh, bankrupting America, Pelosi suggests minimum guaranteed income should be looked at more closely. This is coming from a head Democrat. Nancy Pelosi is now exploring another incredibly stupid idea. I'm not sure that she's had anything else uh, other than stupid ideas. But uh, although she did not directly endorse the measure, she sh- she says we should look at guaranteed basic income more closely. Sound like socialism much, friends? Yeah, the government's gonna take care of you. They're gonna make sure everything's taken care of. They've done a heck of a good job of it already, haven't they? Now again, I I do not blame the president for this current crisis. I'm thankful for those that got their $1,200 stimulus check. I know one of my daughters got hers. My other daughter is still waiting. I have a small business. 
uh, uncorkedliving.com. We sell supplements. Supplement sales have gone down. We've got a few employees. Our company got a stimulus check to cover three employees. That helps for about a month, but after that, if, still, if sales stay low, we might have to uh, make some changes. But the president has done an amazing job. Uh, but the last thing I want is for them to, abs to be in control of trying to take care of all of the people indefinitely. It absolutely makes no sense. Where do the liberals come up with these such ideas? My guess is Cloward Piven, Piven, in which the two came up, uh, came up with the idea of bankrupting the country to make it easier to slide into communism. Absolutely, that's exactly what they want. There are at least two, uh, there at least were over 160 million people, Americans, in the workforce. 22 million of them have been laid off. There are tens of millions of others who would be eligible for the payoff. Let's do the figuring based on just 1 million Americans. Let's assume that the number is 1,000 a month for 12 months. That would be $12 billion. Now multiply that by 100 million Americans. That would be roughly $1.2 trillion per year. And that's an extremely low estimate. Estimates of the cost range as high as $3 trillion a year. In addition to that money, Pelosi and the Democrats are fighting for the easy easily manipulated mail-in balloting. Oh, that's, that's an easy way for them to rig the election, friends. Election day's only significance would be to tell the Democrats how many votes they would have to manufacture to win in every election in America. More absolute nonsense coming from the left. In a time of crisis, in a time of pandemic, they're using this crisis and this pandemic to try to usher in their own plans and plots for socialism, which leads to communism right here in our country. And I'm so thankful that we've got a president that's boldly declared the United States of America will never be a socialist country. Thank God for that man. Here's a little bit of tyranny for you. In some states, they're saying that you cannot congregate on beaches. Now they've opened up the beaches. They say stay at least six feet apart unless you're with somebody from your own family. But now they've gone even further to say, well, you can't have these on the beach with you. I was told that couple was in their 90s. Why in the world would they not be allowed to have a chair while they're sitting on the beach? Friends, there are some very tyrannical governors out there and state legislators that would absolutely love to dictate every aspect of your way of life. All you have to do is give up your freedoms and let them pay you to give those freedoms up. Not gonna happen. <laughs> Hopefully it's not going to happen. Hopefully we're going to recognize exactly who these individuals are and vote them out. Friends, thank you so much for spending a little bit of your day with me. Please go subscribe to the David J. Harris Jr. Podcast. Give me five stars if you like what I bring and, uh, and refer my podcast to five or ten friends. Send it out there. I've got amazing one-on-one -on -one interviews that I know you're going to absolutely love. Until then... Have a great rest of your evening. We will talk to you guys all tomorrow for TGIW. God bless you. Have a good night. Bye-bye.